This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Youth Impact on 105.4 FM at Otago Access Radio in collaboration with Volunteer South. Here, we will take you down the world of volunteering and the impact you can make in your community. Welcome to The Youth Impact. Welcome to your impact. Hello and welcome back to The Youth Impact. Uh, this week, I we are doing a little promo for something that is coming up. We have the Volunteer Expo coming up on the 21st of June. It will be from 11am to 2pm and it's going to be at the Wall Street Mall. And I'm probably going to talk about this, you know, through the following week, like to keep everyone reminded and stuff that it's going to happen. But I thought this week I'd talk about all the participating organisations that are going to be there and just a little bit about what they do. So you're not really going in blind. Like they're going to tell you what they're going to do when uh, you turn up. But, you know, there may be some people that you wanted to talk to for a while or, like, wanted to get to know more about. So I'm just going to talk. There's actually quite a few. So, in theory, this should take up the whole episode. So this is definitely quality content. So the Volunteer Expo will be hosted by Volunteer South for National Volunteer Week this year. Uh, And it's thanks to the DCC and the OUSA for supporting Volunteer Week. Also in honour of Matariki this year, the theme is Time to Shine. So first up we have Otago Neighbourhood Support, which is kind of self-explanatory of what they do. Well, they're a neighbourhood support. They work alongside the police, civil defence and emergency teams. And they work through the city of Dunedin just to equip neighbours with safety and, you know, just to support one another. I assume it became a much bigger thing after the um, the Christchurch earthquake, I think, really kicked off a lot of neighbourhood support systems. So, like, these are really good. Just to make you feel safe in your own community and you're obviously working together they host like little events like little barbecues and some neighborhood projects uh so they'll they'll be interesting to talk to and find out more about and you can obviously sign up to you know support your own area and your own neighborhood uh when i lived in mosgill we did have our own neighborhood support thing which you know really kind of just brought us together as neighbors because otherwise I'm not one for talking to my neighbours otherwise. (laughs) The next organisation that is involved is the home of St Barnabas Trust. Uh, That's a retirement home. They've been open since 1956. It's a retirement home. It's kind of self-explanatory. I imagine with uh, volunteer opportunities it would be volunteering with them and I believe they do meals on wheels which according to their website anyone can just buy their meals and they deliver their meals or through Fairfield or Mosgiel so yeah obviously I can only talk so much about this because I just have a basic knowledge they'll really give you more in-depth one with like all of these I'm just trying to run through them. Next up we have CRES the Children's Recreational Enterprise Support Trust. I have never heard of them before but when I looked into it uh, this is very familiar actually and I think maybe some of you will remember so this started in 1992. Uh, Crest raises funds to assist disadvantaged children in Dunedin. Disadvantages being ill health, physical or emotional disability, stuff like that. The thing that made me recognize them, though, is the Botanic Garden train, the Community Express. They built, well, they built the train in the, the little house that it's in. And that's what the volunteers do. The volunteers can drive the train, do ticket selling, help passengers Uh, do the commentary, stuff like that. I think they have more than just the train. It seems they've got like a little shuttle bug and stuff. But yeah, that's that's who they are. (laughs) Again, I never heard of them. 
but I am very familiar with the the crest rides, like just the wee train rides and stuff. So that's really cool to know. And um, I think that'd also be very interesting to talk to, uh, just to find out more, because I, I, I really had no idea that's where that train came from. Oh, what a fun little bit of Dunedin history for us. Next up, we have another familiar name, uh, which is the Royal NZ Plunkett Trust. I think we've all heard of that. That's Plunkett that's dealing with babies and families and small children, you know, giving them health support and home and clinic visits and things like that. I myself used to be a child, but obviously back then I didn't really know anything. And now that I'm older and I don't know any children, I I kind of don't know a lot about Plunkett, um, so that that would be something to look into. But I, I do remember them always being everywhere and just very helpful. Again, I don't really know a lot about Plunkett, so I'm not the person to ask. Um, but they do have a lot of information and... I imagine they'll have a lot more information in person. I am doing really well. I am so sorry. Another group of people that are going to be there is St. John's. I think we all know who St. John's is. I've done a few episodes on them in the past. I'm a big fan. I did whatever the St. John's equivalent to Scouts was when I was younger, where they taught you first aid and they gave you a uniform and you could earn badges. I don't know if they still do that. I hope they do because that was so much fun. I loved doing that. Also, Obviously, you learned first aid, so they kind of tricked me into learning things, but that's fine. Yeah, they'll be interesting, and, you know, a lot of ambulance drivers uh, are, in fact, volunteers. So, honestly, go there and have a have, have a squiz. Check them out. Next up, we have Able Minds, who I haven't heard of, um, but I would love to actually learn more. So, they provide support to those who are affected by mental distress or addiction and their whanau. Um, they're a community-based service. They provide tools, tactics, and strategies to just help people in the community. They offer emotional support and information. Yeah, I think a lot of things about mental health and especially within your family, you know, is a thing that isn't talked about a lot. And I do believe it's a very important thing. I myself obviously have some mental health issues that I've discussed previously on the show but you know I'm pretty open about it because I I eventually did get the help I needed and I am absolutely an advocate for other people getting the help they need even if it is just emotional support because sometimes sometimes you just need that little bit of support you don't need someone to completely change your life around just the small bit of support so it says here that Able Minds is actually so it says here that Able Minds was actually a merger of the organization supporting families and schizophrenia fellowship in Otago And you may actually have heard of this as it used to be known as Able Charity Trust and Able Southern Family Support. It was rebranded to Able Minds early 2021. Just just a little interesting in case you have actually heard of this before and didn't realize because, oh, new name. Yeah, I don't know what uh, kind of volunteer work they would offer. Let me just have a squiz. Ah, here we go. They've got everything on their website. So they have a Dunedin walking group where they just want someone to come uh, to volunteer to join them out in the community and do their work walks on Tuesday mornings where they'll do a bunch of different walks in Dunedin. They have a Dunedin gardening so that's to help with the vegetable gardens, flower beds and glass house. You know just like weeding and uh, tidying and uh, plant things. I'm not good at gardening that's not my thing. Uh, They also have a baking one, so they're looking for someone to teach baking skills to a small group and just, you know, make some fairly straightforward recipes. Also, not my strong suit, but these are very interesting and I, you know, they're they're quite broad, you know, baking, gardening and walking. Like, they're quite broad. They're definitely like a, it it will tick a lot of people's boxes. Oh, and also there's an arts and craft one. Now that's where I'm at. (laughs) 
They're doing great. So they're looking for people to lead the arts and crafts group. So they've got quite a few different uh, volunteer activities that are also, you know, kind of across the board. So there's a little bit of something for everyone, which I love. So again, I assume they'll give you more details when you go there on Tuesday, the 21st of June at 11 to 2 p.m. Just saying. Now, these people I've never heard of, and I didn't know this was a thing. But this is very interesting to know. So, who else is turning up? The Dunedin Curtain Bank Trust. It is pretty much what you'd think it is. They take your unwanted and unused curtains, they line them, and then distribute them out to the community. They can also line your existing curtains. What does lining them mean? I don't know. Lining is adding a layer, a lining layer on the back of your curtain. Oh, it's that. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. I got it. I got it. And if you guys don't have it, I'm not explaining it because it only makes sense in my head. But that is very interesting because that is something that I wouldn't think of to, you know, be a thing, like curtains specifically, because it's such a specific thing. But now that I think about it, like having good curtains is so important. Um, I have been very fortunate in my current place to have really good curtains, but I used to have really terrible ones that were, um, well, because I used to flat, so like they're flat curtains. What are you going to do? They were just really thin, and so every time, like it was always cold. And also, because I lived in the middle of town, it was really bright outside, even in the middle of the night, so I could always see light coming into my room. Now I have complete like blackout curtains, fortunately, and they're very warm. And the, the difference it makes was shocking and upsetting, because curtains I always just saw as an ugly, decorative piece to stop sun going through so I could sleep during the day. So this makes sense. I'm imagining uh, volunteer-wise they'll be asking you to help. So if you, you know, can do some basic sewing or like use the machine, you know, there you go. And maybe help distribute them. Again, really interesting that something so specific and yet so important exists. Like I, it completely just went over my head when I heard it. I was like, what is this? This makes sense. This is, this is a good service. And also it's cost con because I did, I I like doing those fun little shops where I'm like, oh, if I could afford to buy a house, what would I buy? And I looked at curtains. Curtains are so expensive, like especially good curtains that are going to be warm and not feel weird. This is this is good. This is good to know. The next organization that's going to be there is Foster Hope Otago. So that is obviously fostering children. And I like their quote on their website where it is, they believe that every child in foster care deserves to know that their community cares about them which is very important so when it comes to uh, foster hope i'm not sure about volunteering side but donation side is obviously very important they deliver backpacks with essential items to the children so that can be like uh, socks and toothbrushes and like just basic cleaning supplies maybe some books and something so those will be a big thing to support people to support them and their families um, obviously making up the backpacks some pajamas uh, the Christmas gift drive, I think they'll do. Yeah, it's a beautiful organization that I'm 100% in support of. And I believe donating to them is super important. And not even just money, just sometimes just essentials that they'll need. Even just some like toys, books, whatever. Another equally important organization is Heart Kids Trust. So this is for children that can sometimes get a heart condition and the organization provides free lifelong care to, and support to the children, teens, adults and just the far now impacted with childhood heart conditions because let's face it that would be terrifying to anyone and it will affect everyone in the family and so it's important to get the support to even 
just know what you can do, the financial, the stress. Yeah, there will be a lot going on and donating to them is also very important. So they will also be at the expo. I'm not sure what uh, volunteer opportunities will be with them, but I think it will be good to listen to and good to find out. Next up is Stitch Kitchen. I have actually been here before. It was a little hard to find actually. So it's next to Art Center on Princess Street and it's all about sewing and yeah, text waste and stuff so you can go there and I think they do some classes of like how to sew they've got some sewing machines there if you don't have a sewing machine and you have a project you're working on you can actually go there and like use one of them just one of the sewing machines because they're just sitting around and there is this huge wall of different scraps of uh, fabric that you can just buy and it was relative it was very cheap actually because there's always there's always like scraps you know what I mean like of leftover fabric and stuff that's not big enough for you to keep for like a whole new project but it's also not small enough that you can like justify throwing it away and so it's really good for if you have just a project that like needs just that extra bit of material that you want the it's all organized by color and fabric style my friend wanted to make a mummy costume for Halloween, which obviously we all know what a mummy looks like, so she needed just different scraps of white material. This was the perfect place to go for it, um, and we got it done the same day, so, you know. So they have a few volunteer workshops that they do of casual volunteering, community sewing bee, and a sorting bee. I imagine that would be sorting all the donated uh, products, uh, ones where you can teach other people some projects, because uh, as I said, they do their own little workshops, and one just a basic volunteer of just being in the store. Very interesting place to be. Good idea, honestly, just in general, especially for someone like me who keeps ripping holes in my pants, specifically like on just on my knees for some reason. I don't know why. I don't fall over that often, but I need something to patch my knees all the time. So that's a good thing. I'm going off on a tangent. <laughs> Sorry. Next up is the Friends of Botanic Garden. Uh, we all know the Dunedin Botanic Gardens. Beautiful place. You can volunteer there. I don't actually know what you can do for volunteering. I'm going to guess gardening. And I think you can also volunteer to run the shop. And the information center is kind of... Th this is just what I'm getting from being there so long. I'm pretty sure they're all volunteers. But if you love the gardens and, you know, you want to work there, it's the place for you. I love the gardens personally. Not the hill bits. Not thrilled with that. But, like, I do the walk every now and then. I love it. But the there's a Mediterranean garden at the top that's got, like, this little plaza bit. That's a really nice place to hang out. I love Love sitting up there because you get a good view of the town. I'm going off on a tangent again, but I really do love the Botanic Garden, so have us talk to them. Next up, we have the Mosgiel Tyree Community Patrol. Now, I used to live in Mosgiel, uh, so already a big fan of that. Shout out to Mosgiel. The Community Patrol I have actually worked alongside with. I did security in my past, and we did the town community patrol town obviously is a lot more dangerous um on the weekdays uh, no, i mean the weekends so that's when i was working so that was an actual job but there is the volunteer option of the community patrol where you get in your car drive around and you're working with the police so it's for those times when like it's like being a walking security camera where you can call the police if you see something hinky going on but obviously, 
it's you know something that no one else has seen or it's a safety thing i think is the best way to put it the difference between my job and the community patrol is they got a car and i had to walk in the cold on winter it was it wasn't great but it was very rewarding so there were a lot of times when how do i explain being the eyes and ears of the police well i guess you're the eyes and ears of the police so if you see something that obviously shouldn't be happening you can tell the police about it kind of your thing um it's kind of like being part of an emergency response team without also being the emergency response team so a few of the things that i ended up doing was i did find people that were sick and did need an ambulance called on them nothing major nothing that required me to do first aid on them or anything but it's also better safe than sorry it's just a way to keep your community a lot safer and honestly i did really enjoy the work you feel good for kind of helping people out and it's not super stressful it's very rare that you even find something going on a lot of the things mostly that happened was DCC related, as in we'd find something that was in a place where it shouldn't be. One time I found like the cap or like a hood off the traffic light, you know, the thing to stop rain getting on it. I found that just in the middle of town. So again, it's not a police matter. It's just a, this shouldn't be here. And I returned it to the DCC for them to fix. Or sometimes I'd write in my little notebook that there were some bricks missing on George Street. And that's why the bricks are fixed. You're welcome. That was me, kind of. More my notebook. Really, the notebook does more stuff. Another very important organization that will be there is the Life Matters Suicide Prevention Trust. Very important. Um, suicide crisis helplines are super important, and I, I just believe in them quite a lot. I think they're very needed, and so a lot of their volunteer work will be working on the helpline call center. So if that was something that you're interested in, uh, you do get full training, obviously, when you go there. They're not just going to put you on the phone and be like, there you go, help someone. You'll get the training. But it's an important charity and call center that, you know, does need the support because, again, it's not really talked about. And I understand that it's not a pleasant thing to talk about, but it's an important thing to talk about. Next up, we have the Salvation Army. We all recognize the Salvation Army. We've seen it. We've been there. They're the secondhand store where you can donate things that you no longer need. And obviously you can then purchase things that other people no longer need it uh, for a cheaper price. You, there's also, they do food assistance um, and donate food. They're everywhere. We all know the Salvation Army. They're going to be there on the 21st of June at 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Wall Street. And last but not least, who's going to be participating is the Blind Low Vision NZ. So this is uh, for helping people that have gone blind. This is to support them and their families, obviously with either going blind or being born blind. This is a full support thing. They'll teach you how to safely use a cane and public transport, uh, prepare meals, guide dogs, use technologies. They do a lot of things. And in fact, if you go to their volunteer part of their website, they have a whole list of volunteering like things that you can do. I'm going to run through them very quickly. They do administration support, vision support volunteers, community support groups, corporate volunteering, fundraising and events, guest speakers, guide dog volunteers, library volunteers, on-call team, peer-to-peer -peer supporters, recreation volunteers, technology training volunteers, telephone tree coordinators, and volunteer drivers. So they do a lot of things. They do the full support for anyone that has low vision or is completely blind. And obviously that's a very important thing. And I think you should have a talk to them because that is an amazing thing. And that's 
it's got to be full on for someone that has turned blind. Like that is truly got to be a very difficult thing to suddenly become blind. You have no idea what to do. And these people are definitely giving you the support that you need as well as all the information and anything that can help. So yeah, I, I'd i recommend talking to them uh, since they've clearly got a lot of different volunteer opportunities and just for things to do. So have a look, have a talk to them on Tuesday the 21st of June, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Wall Street Mall next to Lush. I'm trying to get really fast at saying that so you remember to go. So those were all the people that are actually going to be there or they're going to be participating. But there's actually more information. I will not go into super big depth about this. Uh, these will be things that you're going to have to search out for yourself, mainly because there's not a lot of time. Or I can do it really quickly. Let's see how, how well I can do. So super quickly, there will be volunteering information for for the NZ International Science Festival. They do science. They'll teach you about science and they'll make you learn. It's going to be very educational, very interesting. I think I've seen their stuff before and I think it's really neat because it's got like robots. There'll be info on the Dunedin Riding for Disabled. So that is uh, teaching disabled groups to ride horses. We love horses. We love to see it. There probably will not be a horse in Wall Street. Do be aware of that. Don't bring your own horse. There is Star Jam. This is a nonprofit that works with people with disabilities to do music, dance, and performance. There are Friends of the Medical School. I cannot find a lot about this, so you're going to have to find more information about this at the Volunteer Expo, but from what I gather, it is you will be helping early medical students by discussing illnesses and illness experiences with them so that they know from a face-to-face kind of point of view. Again, not 100% sure, find out at the Expo. There will be information on the Girl Guides there. I think we all know who they are. They have cookies. They're pretty good. I know nothing else about Girl Guides. You'll find out. There is the town belt Kaitiaki, which is that the Dunedin town belt that's all green and stuff. They'll be doing this, uh, a lot of conservation volunteer work that goes with them. So I imagine that's what they're going to be talking about. So there'll be information for that there. And once again, last but not least, the English language partners. I said once again as if I've talked about them before. I haven't. I've thought about them, though. They uh, teach English, if if you didn't get that. They, they teach English because teaching a language is a very important skill to have, and you can volunteer to teach others English, which is good because you already kind of got a grasp on English anyway, so it might as well teach someone else. And that's it. That's everyone that's going to be there that I've been told for. And that's everyone that's uh, going to have information there. There will also be staff from Volunteer South that will be able to help you. Uh, so if there was someone in particular that you were looking for, or you just had any questions in general, uh, talk to them. So that's the show. There's a lot of volunteer opportunities that are going to be at the Volunteer Expo, Tuesday, 21st of June, 11am to 2pm at Wall Street Mall next to Lush. I don't know where next to Lush. I'm imagining if you walk in, you'll kind of see it. I am very excited to see, uh, you know, how this is going to go. And just there's going to be a lot of information in one place. This will definitely be the place to be if you've been thinking about volunteering or wanting to get in or even just learning more about these organizations. Some of these organizations you may have heard of and wanted to either take part in or just learn a bit more. Um, Because again, they're all about helping people. Um, and maybe they'll help you. So definitely go and check them out. If you just happen to be there, um, coincidentally at the same time, like there's no pressure, but there's no pressure to like do anything, but you can always have a look. 
um, just find out more. It's it's very interesting, and yeah, I'm I'm very happy that you're going on Tuesday, twenty first of June, eleven a.m. to two p.m. on the Wall Street Mall next to Lush. Anyway, bye. Thank you for listening to the Youth Impact on ORFM. Go out and find your impact. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.